Good job, Superfly. How you doing, Mike O'Hara? I got you confused when I, I looked at the oh, list. Oh. And Superfly, well, he just came in the studio and said comp is coming up, and he said comp at 525, and we got you at 505. How you doing, my friend? Well, I'm doing fine. I was looking at all those names of those people who are going to have a, a big party coming up, I guess. And I didn't hear any Michael here. No, it'd be super weekend there at the Telemark <laughs> Golf Resort. I'm really excited yeah. about this game. I know it has no local flavor, and but you got Mahomes, you got Hurts, you got Stars, you got Kelsey. Uh, you have a game that I think will be high scoring. What's your vibe on when the game was first finalized after Championship Sunday and where we're at now? What are you thinking about uh, the Super Bowl? You know, it's hard for me to bet against uh, Patrick Mahomes in any game, really, and especially the way he played, or he just found a way. I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. He just, you get in certain situations, how do you, you know, you've got injuries, you've got, you know, things going against you. And if you're one of the greats, you find a way, and that's what, what Mahomes did with, you know, the bad ankle when they were down to their last, you know, 20 seconds or whatever it was. He found a way to get around right end, out of bounds. They had to. You know, the penalty on it, bingo, field goal, the back in the Super Bowl. I think nothing against Jalen Hurts or anything like that, but he has shown that he can do this in any situation, in all situations. That's why I like the Kansas City Chiefs. How crazy would it be to think that a year from now the Lions would be preparing for the Super Bowl in Vegas? Well, let me back up and ask you this. You saw the last game against the, uh, against the Green Bay Packers. Uh, the Lions finished that season eight and two. Do you think anybody would have run over them and then the playoffs if they'd have made the playoffs? No, they're you know, and I'm glad you brought that Absolutely. up. Absolutely, because I com- I commented on this yesterday. There's two games, well, three that I kind of uh, look at the end here in this eight and two run, and the only dog game was at Carolina. And I don't know if leaving a day early because of the impending uh, blizzard or the field conditions or just you know it's holidays and guys' minds are elsewhere. Uh, but I will tell you uh, when I look. Um, at Buffalo on Thanksgiving Day, I look at how they destroyed a Jacksonville team that won a playoff game, and what they did, what they did against Rodgers with a playoff spot on the line in Green Bay. You know, the Lions, like some said, are in that top ten in the NFL when the season ended. Yeah, I looked at you know, I like to look at those power rankings, and you know, the Lions always start out like in the. 31st or 29th or something like that. But they just, especially when they were 1-6, and six, I think they were 32nd in one of them. They just chopped their way through the rest of those 10 games and got what they deserved. They really were a top-10 team. Now, does a 9-8 and eight record make you a top-10 team? No, but the way you were playing when they made the last, you know, the last uh, vote, whatever you want to call it, yeah, they were a top-10 team, no doubt about it, and maybe a little bit better than that. So what do Lions need to do between uh, now and the start of the season, you think, that would make them a legitimate Super Bowl contender? Or at least a, a deep playoff run? You know, I've, I've thought about that, and I've actually rethought about it. And I, I think I was a lot like a lot of other people when they'd ask you, what do you expect them to do? What should they do in the draft? And I just said, uh, you know, just kind of wrote defense, defense, defense. You know, I kind of disagree with that now. I disagree with myself. Get, you know, they've got, look, they've got two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and a third-round pick. Get the best players you can at those positions. You win with good players, and you need them everywhere, not just on defense, not just on offense. Quarterback, that's different. Set that aside in its own little own little place. But don't, don't just 
you know, flood your draft this year with with defensive players and and leave better players on the board. I don't think they'll do that. By the way, I think I have faith in Brad Holmes and what he'll do. You know, based on the two years that he's already put in here and what he's done in two years. But get the best players. If it's if it's a running back, take a running back. If it's a tight end, take a tight end. But don't leave. Don't take lesser players just to follow some preconceived plan. And I. You know, first of all, we got to find out what they do in free agency in, in March before we get to the draft in late April. But obviously, they need help defensively, huge. But it's not the only place that you need to that you need to look at if you're going to really put together a good team that has staying power. And I mean, when I say staying power, not just being good for one season, you know, just kind of patch things for a year or two, but but a team that's going to be good for for years to come. The way they played, man, at the end, I, I've never been this comfortable, Mike. And I know through your Detroit News, DetroitLions.com, your radio days, uh, back when you were an actor on Kojak, all these things that you've done. <laughs> <laughs> it's had, I've never, and this is, this is frightening territory, between ownership, Lions I'm talking, front office, Holmes and his staff, Campbell and his staff, and he's made some good adjustments, and you're going to lose guys when you're playing well. That's just part of the business player's and coaches, there is no drama outside of finding a quality backup quarterback because you're a play away from not having golf. I've never been this comfortable with everything connected to the Lions ever in my life on and off air, ever. Yeah, and right on right on the top to, to, to ownership, too, is Sheila Amp, some of the things that, that she's done. One was you know putting an office in their own, her own office over there because she wanted to be close to the action. And I still think, you know, and I think we talked about this before, that uh, meeting with the media after week five or week six or whatever it was when she renewed or, you know, pronounced her her faith in in the team she's got there, meaning, you know, Dan Campbell and and Brad Holmes. And she said, I'm talking to to you, but I'm also talking to the fans, meaning she was sending out the message that she thought they would have a pretty good team when this was all all said and done. And it turned out to be right. And I think... I think that's important. You know, I think look, a lot of people expect the, the owner just to own the franchise and never say a word. No, they've, they've got their rights. They really do. But you can overdo it. And I think that's, it's, I think she showed a really, really calculating, deft hand in the way she handled that. So what do you think they're going to do? Uh, let's begin with uh, free agency. And then that, I think, that will dictate 6 and 18 and uh, those two second rounders. So, uh Realistic targets, maybe not necessarily names. If you do know names, that's great. Uh, but position targets for free agency that you think then sets up the rest of the off season. Well, I think one of the things you've got to look at before you, it's who you bring in, but your own players, the ones you bring back, and there's a couple of guys that I think I don't know if they're, if they're absolutely you know, gotta haves, but you know, CJ Chark, wide receiver, didn't have a big year, but he really made some big plays, and especially down the stretch when he got when he got healthy. And Jamal Williams, the running back, and look, the guy who scored 17 touchdowns, had a little over a thousand yards. We haven't had that kind of production from a running back in a long, long time. And I'm not, you know, now look, finances are a limit to what you're going to spend on any player. But if those two guys are, they can bring them back. I think that would be a really good start to the off season for the Detroit Lions. But you know, I think linebacker is is is, is a spot you need to look at. I'd like to see him a little stronger up the middle defensively. You know, they had somebody next to. To Ellen McNeil, I think that would that would be a, a good thing to look at. And you know, one more one more player for the offensive line. You know, they, they look that's a terrific offensive line. But I think right guard 
Here we were talking about one star on a five-man unit, okay? But but right guard, I think, is something that you've you've got to take a look at. Uh, they got through it last year with you know with you know, with the injury of Big Vitae, who didn't play didn't play it down, but players like Evan Brown and whoever else had to you know, take over there. And he's look, he's a center by trade, but you know did you know, really really played pretty well at right guard. But I think I think one more player from the off from the offensive line would give you some more insurance there. And I think right guard would be the position you look at. Michael Hare, DetroitLions.com, columnist, insider, when it comes to Lions and NFL joining us. Uh, who's your MVP on Sunday? It's our Bud Light huge question of the day. Oh, Patrick Mahomes, no doubt. Yeah, I'm with that. And then who, who do you think could be a surprise player that isn't on the radar that could be, you know, because we've had a lot of Super Bowls, like Larry Brown, remember him with the Cowboys, who, who've yep. ended up having a great afternoon and they became famous. Anybody you see on either team that – uh, when the game's over and they are MVP or we're close to it, and people remember Mike O'Hare on the Huge Show saying it, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a defensive player on, on, on either team. And somebody who you know gets a couple of sacks, a big play, something like that. You know, a, a drive stopper, maybe you know, you know, putting a goal at the one and, and, and stop a drive, something like that. That uh, every year, I mean, every every Super Bowl. Uh, there, there, there's a player who comes up like that. Look, uh, look what happened last year with the Rams late in the game, with you know with uh, Cincinnati Bengals driving, managed to make a couple of couple of stops on uh, the quarterback uh, Joe, uh, Joe Burrow, and 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 really sealed the win. And so I just I just think I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a defensive player who makes a big stop or, or a series of big stops. Michael Herod checking in on the Meyer guest line. Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with your Detroit Lions. You have a final score and winner. I'm taking uh, the Chiefs plus a point and a half. Mahomes, Kelsey, big game. Hurts, yeah, he, he's there as MVP, him or Mahomes. I'm not talking Super Bowl. I'm talking the league. Uh, who's your pick? Oh, I'm oh, in the league. Um, Patrick Mahomes. And then who wins the game on Sunday? You going Chiefs? I'm going Chiefs, absolutely, yeah. All right, absolutely. Michael, uh, good to catch up with you, man. Uh, no drama with the Lions, just give me a backup quarterback, uh, some veteran who can win games. They can't have another boil there as backup, and that's it. That's the only negative I have on this team right now, the only negative. I can't disagree with you on that. That's it. All right, Michael, enjoy uh, your Tuesday night, okay? All right, all right, thanks for having me, Huge.